Hello, Scoliosis Dialogues listeners. Uh, this is Cynthia Nguyen from Shriners Medical Center in Pasadena, California. During this episode, uh, we get to discuss the upcoming IMAS 2024 meeting that will take place April 10th to, 30, uh, to 13th in beautiful and sunny San Diego, California. In case you missed it, in the episode from December 13th, I got to talk with Dr. Eric Kleinberg, uh, one of this year's IMAS co-chairs. Uh, today, we get to talk to Dr. Per Trobisch, who is Chief of Spine Surgery at Eiffel Clinic St. Brigida in Zimmerath, Germany, and also the other uh, IMAS co-chair for this year. Uh, Dr. Trobisch, uh, Dr. Schren, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, before we start talking specifically about this year's IMAS meeting, I'd like our listeners to get to know you a little bit. Um, we like to ask this question of a, of a lot of folks that we meet on this podcast. Um, how did you get interested in spine surgery? So um, as with many things, it's probably related to persons. So in my residency, I had this uh, uh, spine surgeon, attending surgeon, um, Tom Niemeyer, who's a scoliosis surgeon. I was always impressed by his work. And uh, this is when I um, decided to kind of go into that area and of spine surgery. And then, um, but I also wanted uh, some different training. So I uh, applied for a fellowship and uh, I did a fellowship actually first at NYU. Tom Erico got me into NYU fellowship, which is where I really trained in, in deformity. So these guys, it was a few years ago when Frank Farber and all these deformity guys were there. And that was uh, fun. It was a lot of work because big cases, but a lot of work. and. Uh, but it was still fun, um, and um, I just had the feeling that something is missing. So uh, after that one, I joined Randy Betts and, and the other guys at Shriners uh, Philadelphia, where I really would say train a different kind of deformity, all these uh, young kids. And um, somehow I stuck there, and uh, I'm still a friend of uh, most of my mentors, and I have contact very regularly with them, and uh, this is what I still like. That's great. Uh, so your practice is uh, pediatric and adult deformity to this day? It's mainly deformity, probably 80%, but I still do some DJF work. But uh, deformity is uh, most of my day, and uh, most of it is actually pediatric. Oh, awesome. And uh, in addition to being a busy spine surgeon, uh, you're also co-chair for this year's IMAS meeting. Um, tell us what your responsibilities are as co-chair. So, um, as you mentioned already, um, I'm the co-chair with Eric Kleinberg together, and uh, I wouldn't say that we assign specific responsibilities, but I would say I'm uh, a little bit more representative of the pediatric world, um, where uh, he's not doing so much pediatric deformity, and also uh, I try to be a little bit uh, representative of the non-US surgeons, um, because it's an international meeting, and I try to give my input there. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, on the program, uh, next to your co-chair uh, designation, um, in parentheses, it says abstract. Uh, so I was curious, were you in charge of uh, the abstract selection for the meeting? Yes and no. So we will both. Uh, again, we didn't assign uh, specific responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So we were both working on ICS, abstracts. Um, of course, I was involved in all the aspects, I read all the essays, but I'm pretty sure Eric also did the same. Uh, so um, it, I know it's written there, but um, it's not uh, that, that we separated in abstracts or not abstracts. Makes sense. And certainly it's it's a huge job because uh, so many abstracts are submitted each year and you, and you can only pick certain ones. Um, 
can you explain to us uh, how the process is to, to choose which abstracts uh, eventually get selected for the final meeting? Absolutely. I think it was a great process. So uh, as you know, um, abstracts are submitted uh, in a blinded fashion. And then we have the reviewers. And um, um, so they have a few weeks time to review all the, the blinded abstracts. And then we have the scores. So once we have the scores, um, um, we have the category leads. Um, so for each category, we have uh, uh, usually two leaders. And they sat together with the reviewers. Um, and they did a, a separate um, discussion based on the scoring, but also based on the uh, content. Because we would give abstracts a chance that are very innovative, that are very interesting, but maybe did not score on the top five or ten. Um, so um, they had the chance to work a little bit and move a little bit, uh, which they did very well, and this was still blinded. Uh, and then we discussed it with the category leads, uh, and we believe they made a great selection. Um, and after that, um, uh, the abstracts were unblinded. And then Eric and me looked at the abstracts uh, together with the SRS team. Um, and then we tried to make sure that we have a, a, a nice, diverse uh, program. And for example, we did not want one session to be um, uh, dominated by one study group, for example. So if we saw there are several abstracts from one study group, then we had the chance to move a little bit, maybe exchange a podium to an abstract, uh, to, a, to a poster. Um, we also um, made sure that we have some specific rules for IMS that, for example, each presenter has a maximum of two abstracts that he can present or she can present. So this is where we um, uh, finalize the program. And at the end of the day, I believe we have a, a, a great program right now. That's such a fascinating thing to know, um, especially about how some abstracts, which may not be uh, as strong in the traditional sense, you know, if they're particularly innovative, uh, they, they still get to be included. Um, I've been attending abstract uh, throughout my entire time practicing, and, and I never realized that. But that makes so much sense for a meeting that's really focused on cutting edge technology, uh, because sometimes when you're at the cutting edge, you, you don't maybe have as much of the other standard criteria met. So that's that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, and that uh, was the idea of IMS. You know, you have these, sometimes you have these um, very well-experienced research groups and they have uh, great studies and great projects and they have 500 patients and five-year follow-up. And uh, and then you have maybe a, a guy from, from Asia or from Africa or somewhere and maybe has only um, 10 patients, but so innovative that we need to hear about it. Um, and maybe the quality of the research is not that, that great, but it's very innovative. This is why we decided to go for, for this process. Fantastic. Um, have you noticed any trends in the abstracts this year compared to previous years? So um, I've been doing, uh, I, I'm in the IMS committee for, I think, four years right now and um, reviewing abstracts for four years. Um, I didn't really analyze in detail the numbers, but I would say um, you can actually see a trend for uh, pediatric, which is clearly non-fusion surgery. Um, there are more and more aspects on, on VVT or posterior distraction devices and other non-fusion surgeries. You see um, uh, in the adult world, you see a lot of um, um, you know, technology like robot or AI uh, and coming with that surgical techniques like single position, um, 360 degree fusion, um, and um, 
which makes me actually a little bit happy because I also see another trend that surgery is coming back to the anterior side, um, which we like in Europe. Um, uh, it doesn't matter if it's vertebral body tethering, which is anterior, or if it's, if it's lateral fusion for adult um, de deformity, which is also anterior. Uh, this is a, I think this is a trend that we will continue to see in the next few years. Cool. Um, and something I saw that was different about this year's meeting, um, as far as the, the research curriculum, there's a new uh, innovation award for the most innovative abstract. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about this award since it's brand new? Yeah, so this is also an idea that came up um, how, what, what IMS really is. And IMS is not, not the small brother of uh, SRS meeting and new meeting. So it's really on innovation. And uh, Munish Gupta came up with this idea. Um, we really want to focus um, on innovation at this meeting. And we will have great studies, great quality of research, but we will, it's a little bit similar to the abstract selection process. There may be one study or a few studies where everyone says, wow, that's so innovative. Um, and then the, the membership uh, and the members of the SRS have the chance to vote for it. And um, every um, podium abstract, every podium presentation can qualify for it. And if, um, you know, and if we have an ethics, for example, that did not score on the top five or is not from the best quality in terms of um, methodology, but it's so innovative, it still has a chance to win that abstract and uh, to win that award. And this is what we want to see. We want to have surgeons submitting their innovative work and, and the best one gets award, awarded. Yeah. And, and just to confirm um, that, uh, that abstract or that podium presentation can come from any of the sessions, not not already Correct. just like cloud awards or anything like, but any session. Correct. The best paper will get uh, will be qualified for the white cloud award, but the most innovative will have a different award. Fantastic. Cool. Um, are there any other aspects of this year's meeting that you're particularly excited about? So uh, besides the abstracts, I think the ICLs are really great. Um, and um, um, and uh, as I mentioned before, I'm, I share a little bit of the international non-US view, so I'm very happy that we have many, let's say, uh, international ICS. We have a great one that uh, is on osteoporotic fractures and fracture deformity, uh, where we discuss different uh, international views. So um, I had a chance to speak a little bit about the German or European view, and then we have the Asian Chinese view, and we have the US view. I think this is very interesting. Uh, and at the same time, unfortunately, probably I'm going to miss it because it's concurring. We have the uh, anterior scoliosis session, uh, which is also one of my favorites because um, I strongly believe that um, anterior surgery is coming back. And we will have many international um, faculty there because just for example, um, there are a few speakers from the UK and UK never stopped doing anterior work uh, throughout the year. So they, they gained so much experience with um, uh, fusion or non-fusion or whatever you want to have, but so much experience with anterior scoliosis surgery. Um, we have uh, Michael Ruh from Germany who is very well experienced with anterior scoliosis surgery. So I think this meeting is great to see many international views on new and future trends in spine surgery. Yes. I'm uh, very looking forward to it. <coughs> 
Yeah, I'm really glad uh, you mentioned sort of the, the power of having an international meeting where you get different viewpoints from different countries. Um, and and it, uh, you know, it's often that there may be certain dogma in, in, the, in the surgical habits of, of a certain uh, community that uh, may get offset by listening to the views of other people who didn't necessarily get raised in that dogma. So um, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Um, that's one of the awesome things about international meetings like IMAS or uh, EPOSNA in the, in the pediatric world. Right. Uh, so that's fantastic. Um, we are running a little bit low on time today, um, but I did have one question for you. Um, I saw that you're a co-author on a paper comparing spine research abstracts written by ChatGPT and Bard versus humans. Um, so I wanted you to tell us, are we going to be replaced by AI anytime soon? Uh, well, um, at least we have to worry about it because, um, you know, when, when, when you read these AI abstracts and AI research, um, you can't really tell. And sometimes they're much better than uh, human-written abstracts. So I think IMS is also the, the, the good place to discuss this. How, how are we going to deal with this as society? Uh, how, will we allow it or will we just you know, not allow it? Uh, can, I think we should get used to AI. Uh, this is probably part of the future. But it's a, it's a great way to discuss uh, on the next meeting. Certainly, it's a it's a hot topic, uh, and I'm glad we're able to discuss it in the spine surgery context um, at this meeting. So great. Well, Dr. Trobish, thank you so much uh, for chatting with us today. Um, for everyone listening, you've heard a lot of great reasons for attending this year's meeting. Um, as a reminder, early registration closes in less than a month uh, on March 11th. So um, if you want to save a couple hundred bucks in your registration, make sure to register by March 11th. Uh, we hope to see everyone who's listening at the meeting this year. Thank you so much. Thank you.